Hey, Talk 30 listeners. If you like the show, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating on iTunes. It helps us go up in the rankings and it helps other listeners find us. So if you've been wondering how you could help us out, this is a great starting point. And if you haven't been wondering that, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the show. Welcome to Talk 30 to me. A show where we talk about the perspective of 30-somethings on life. My kid is an ass. Love. Did I tell you about the girl? twice in a week. And the never-ending pursuit of fulfillment. My name is Anthony, but most people just call me Turd. And I'm Randy Z. Let's start the show. So you're fresh off a of vacation. Well, can I even say you're fresh off a of vacation? Kind of. So you're fresh off a of vacation. Yeah. How was it? It was awesome. It was awesome. We left the kids behind. We enjoyed ourselves. We really just did it up, and we we made the best, the most out of uh, the ten days that we were abroad. You left your kids alone for ten days. Ten days. Well, I mean, not alone, but you know what I mean. No, they were alone. Oh, okay. The older one took care of the younger one. So it was like, what are the flies in your house? Yeah, there were a lot of flies because he shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> No, they stayed with my mother. My uh, We flew my mom down from San Francisco, and uh, she came down to watch the kids. How was that? Was it, a, was it a distraction, like being away from them, or was it kind of like an out of sight, out of mind kind of deal? We thought it would be a distraction, right? Especially for, for Anna. She was taking it very hard uh, when we were planning the trip, when we were going. She got really frustrated and really mad at me, like, why are you making me, you know, Leave our kids. Leave and, my babies. Yeah, she. I mean, uh, you know, our daughters. She hadn't even turned one yet, right? We missed her first birthday. Dang, you were gone on her first birthday. She's but she's not even. Me. She's not going to know. She's unless, not going to know. No, she has no idea. First birthdays are just for. The Have parents. you seen that meme? It was my son's second birthday, but we're broke this year, so we didn't tell him. He <laughs> <laughs> remember. That's right. Uh, they don't really remember until they're like five, six. You know. Yeah. They start socializing their birthdays a little bit more. But for her, it was for for my wife rather. It was more of a, a symbolic thing. Yeah. And you know, missing her baby's first birthday, and we're not treating her the same as we treated my son. And we we were really like doing everything for him, and we're not doing anything for her. But I tried to explain to her that's not the case. Well, I mean, it it quite possibly is because isn't that usually how things are? The first one is you do above and beyond what you probably needed to do. Yeah. And then for the second one, you're just like, well, you know, you really don't need it. So yeah. like for what? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of do. And you don't preserve that, that new feeling, you know, it's already there, but I mean, I love my daughter. I, I honestly don't think, and this is what I told my wife. I honestly don't think when they're older that they're going to hold this against us. And that she would, I'll tell her, hey, look, we missed your first birthday. She'll be like, fuck you, dad. No, she probably won't say that. She'll probably be like, good for you guys. <laughs> She's you like, know? well, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, it, it was more of a mental hurdle for my wife to overcome. But I think the fact that you, you missed the birthday would put you in this category of, uh, am I a good parent or not? You know what I mean? Because it's not even for work. Like if you miss it for work, that's one thing. And then you get to, you know, talk about priorities but then when you miss it for a vacation it's, it's like well well shit <laughs> <laughs> well when you put it like that <laughs> right that's 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 what i'm saying no nah, it wasn't for me it wasn't that we couldn't celebrate it some other way with her and and still get as much as we could out of that that moment right for my wife that's what it kind of boiled down to yeah it was it was like we're deliberately missing our little girl's birthday how dare us mm-hmm 
but I don't identify as a parent yet. And I think that's the problem. Two kids in and you don't identify as a parent? No, I don't. I really don't. I don't know why. I was just going to ask why. So that, there goes my next question. <laughs> uh, I could probably think of some okay. reasons. I mean, it, the, I don't know why it was more of a cop out. Like, okay. yeah, I don't know why. Don't ask me. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to get into it right now. No, I want to know why. Why? <laughs> Uncomfortable talking. Will you stop batting your eyes and answer the question. Oh man, I thought that would distract you enough. But getting but getting to the topic I want to talk about is well, look at it from your perspective. Do you remember your parents going on any trips or leaving you behind for for ten days at a time? Um, no, I don't think so. And come to think of it, it was really awkward seeing my parents go out together. Cause it was like, well, why are you leaving me? <laughs> you know, it's like, what, what about me? Like, aren't you taking me too? And they didn't do this often, but they went to parties and stuff. Every now and then they would leave us with the grandparents or my aunt or someone. But it wasn't frequent. And yeah, not for 10 days. I was, I was around the same. I think even when my parents went to my dad's high school reunion, it might have been his 15 or 20 year reunion. And I used to the night at my grandparents' house. And, and they picked me up like at 7 a.m. the next day. Yeah. Yeah, so you so, stayed overnight? Yeah, I was even there for 12 hours. <laughs> See, that's a thing with parents. I don't I don't really think that that generation was as I I guess it sounds kind of fucked up, but as privileged as we are. And well, and that's fine. Cuz our parents we've established this already. Our parents really worked their asses off and, and really did what they do so that we can have a better life, right? Yeah. And I think right now we're reaping the benefits of that better life and we can make different decisions as parents. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, just speaking from, from my perspective, I, I don't know that my parents would have done that if they had the means to do it. Cause I don't believe that we really had, uh, the means for them to kind of go off and go on trips like that. I could argue that it would have changed some things probably, but the accessibility I think is the issue because it's way more accessible now to go abroad and to do these things than it was before. There are a lot more flights, a lot more airlines. It's a lot cheaper, right? Yeah. It's, uh, Which just goes into being able to afford it. That and I think we're more, and we've mentioned this before in previous episodes to those that remember, I keep saying that we're a globalized society now. And that has a big part to do with the, the notion that things are more possible. They're, they're within our grasp. Now, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect is leaving your kids behind, which I think is, is a real um, sticking point for a lot of people. No, okay. So the real question I have is, do you think children are different now than they were before? And so maybe parents are more inclined to like, I need to take a step back and take a mental health day from these little fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Just to come back and be recharged and able to uh, handle it in a better head headspace. Let me put this in, a, in perspective, and I'm going to pose two scenarios. First scenario is a parent who thinks that by doing right by their kids, they're going to spend as much time with them as possible to maximize their, grow, their growth potential, mentally, physically, developmentally. The second is a parent who takes breaks with their children or from their children to enjoy their life. The first parent will no doubt be frustrated with their children, no matter how much they love their children, no matter how much patience they have with their children, they are going to get frustrated because children are frustrating. That is the nature of raising kids in this modern day society. The second parent can load balance. 
taking a step away from your kids, like going to work, for example, or, um, but it's going to work really uh, taking a step away from your kids because in some instances, people don't see work as an escape. Take my dad, for example, him coming home was, was his escape from work. You know what I mean? That was his thing. He may not have cared for his job as much, as, as much as he liked being at home with the family. Yeah. It was an example for some people going to work is an escape for other people going to the gym or going on a run or mm -hmm. taking a bike ride or, or worrying about physical fitness or for some people, manicures and pedicures, getting my hair done, um, whatever it may be, whatever your escape is, that is your rejuvenation point. And there's a reason why people do these things. And it's not only just for themselves, but it does help with self-confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever it may be, physical fitness, uh, appearance, grooming, um, vacations, uh, it has a lot to do with mental health. And that break allows you to really appreciate what you left at home. And you come back and you're like, oh my God, I missed you so much. And then the <laughs> next day you're like, fuck, I want to murder these children. <laughs> like, absence makes the heart grow fonder. It does. And that saying has a lot of truth to it. And we found that, um, when we came back, it was, it was great. You know, it was euphoric. Yeah. And a couple of days later it was like, God damn, we want to be back on vacation again, you know? And, and that's the thing. It's not a bad feeling to have that, but now we know what we have been missing out on. And it's not like we've been missing out on it for that long. Just five years. Three years. Nathan's three. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> five years. Um, it, Goes without saying, a break for anything, even work. Like they say, you know, uh, take a break and, and come back with fresh eyes. Yeah. Anything. It just it just gives your brain pause. That time to just get away from whatever you're doing and come back and, and with that with that renewed amount of focus and, and intensity. And I think the important takeaway here is that taking care of yourself as a parent, as a person in general, is a lot more important than you trying to micromanage your day around your children or around something other than yourself. I think you're, you're the most important part in your child's life. Why not take care of yourself? Yeah. Right. You know, it's funny. I was talking to, I was talking to my friend, Leslie. I mean, oh, you know, Leslie, she was on the show uh, last year. Yeah. And I think she shares a very similar mentality. Yeah, she does. You know, she, she said, I'm me taking care of myself is teaching my child how to take care of themselves. Right. You know, I'm going to take care of my child, but then also let them know it's important to take care of themselves and not lose themselves or feel like their whole identity has to be wrapped up in this role that they play. You know, she, and unless she's a great mother, her kids are amazing, but she also takes the time for herself and, and does trips with her and her husband. And But that all goes back to identity, right? Right. And how we develop that identity. And a lot of parents, they strictly identify as parents. Like when people come up to me and they say, oh, you have kids, you're a parent. Like I, I, that really takes me for a loop because I don't identify as a parent. I identify as me. You know, a part of that identity is a parent, but that's not what consumes the, the the primary part of that identity. I am me. I think that's my fear with with becoming a parent is that I would be the person that would be consumed with my children. I think I don't know. There's no way of knowing until you actually have kids, right? But seeing you know my friends now that are parents. Uh, take the time for themselves and and their relationship and and still pour into each other and take the time to really you know basically check in right making sure that they get some some downtime or quiet time for themselves that that isn't just wrapped up around their children's schedules do you have a lot of uh friends with kids with children yeah yeah it's it's a growing amount and that's the most important thing that i think our generation has as 
kind of seen, and maybe it might not even be our generation. It's it's us in our thirties. We've come to realize that you know, without taking ourselves into account, without factoring our likes and our wants and our desires and our our peace of mind into the equation, into the whole family aspect, we're neglecting the most important part about family. That is, it is a composition of all these people. And without us, without our own component added into that, we're neglecting a, a key part of, of what makes a family a family. We can't go for it. We can't go at it just for the kids. We can't go at it just for the wife or the husband. We have to go at it for ourselves. And this is what I tell my wife all the time. It's like, go, take these little breaks, go get a, a facial, go get a massage, go, go, you know, treat yourself to these things. And before we went on the, the vacation, it was very hard for her to, to step away. It's like she was missing time with the kids. We're always going to have that time. If you're happy inside, you'll be happy outside. The kids will be happy outside. Everything resonates. Mm -hmm. It's that energy. Yeah. No, I, that, that makes complete sense. And if you're not taking care of yourself and you, you're drained and you're exhausted, you're short-tempered, and it's going to escalate things probably a lot faster in mm -hmm. in. Uh, what is it, the child rearing process? I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, and that's kind of where I was going at with, with my examples of the two different types of parenting. The parent that's stuck to their kids and the parent that knows how to step away and take a break. Mm -hmm. The parent that's stuck to their kids is always going to have that level of frustration that's going to bleed into their children's development and affect them in some way. And it might not be a negative way, but more times than not, you, you think frustration and you think negative. You know, pent up anger or hidden aggression or or these subconscious developmental um, traits that we often don't see come about until children are a lot older. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing with our at our in our age, taking into account our twenties and the experiences that we've had, we know what value taking a break holds. Mm -hmm. And yet we forget that in our thirties. What what changed? You know what? You know what? I just kind of connected. It's funny how. I think our generation has really embraced, you know, that team no sleep or this hustle mentality. Mm. And I think it's it's something that we picked up from our parents is their approach to parenting for mm. us. Yeah. And then, you know, none of us were in a financial position to have kids for the most part. That hustle mentality went into probably looking for a job or creating your own kind of job, right? And I think now with kids, there's that realization that there's a better balance that needs to happen. Mm. And that can happen. You just have to have the audacity to do it because yeah. you're going to get scrutinized regardless of what you do. And on that note, when my wife was polling her friends and uh, other people, she was getting all kinds of mixed feedback. And ironically enough, the people who did not have kids were chastising her for leaving the kids behind and going on vacation. But the people that had kids... They understood. That makes me feel some kind of way because I'm always the one who's like, fuck them, let's go. Don't worry about it. They'll be there. <laughs> they will. That's, that's exactly Leave a bowl of water out. No, I'm saying don't do that. <laughs> Put the auto feeder on. They'll be fine. That's the thing the with PDA kids. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the kids will be fine. They'll yeah. be okay. Ethan didn't give a fuck we were gone. He's still to this day. He's like, when are you guys going back to China? <laughs> he enjoyed your vacation more than you enjoyed he did. it. <laughs> he did. He liked being with the grandparents, you know? My daughter doesn't know. She didn't, I mean, okay. We video chatted her once and she started bawling out of control. <laughs> so she, she knew. She tried she, reaching through the screen. Oh, no. So oh, my heart went out to her. I love her so much. But um, my son. Worst first birthday ever. <laughs> right? 
And that was on our first birthday. We made her cry the day of. My son, we would video chat him. And he would be like, I don't want to talk to you guys right now. <laughs> like I'm doing something else. Uh, my wife was sad. But the reality of it is um, she was able, in the middle of our vacation, I think we were in Hong Kong. It was the second night. She looked at me and she said, thank you. And that kind of took me for, you know, a loop a little bit. And I had to ask her, like, well, thank you for what? She's like, thank you for the vacation. Like, thank you for making me do this. I was like, making you do this? Like, I did not force you on that plan. You came on your own free will. No, no, that's man. what I told the TSA. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that. I really did. And I felt that it helped our relationship a lot. Not that we needed the help, but it really helped take us to that next level. And now we know we have that foundation, that experience. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank my buddy Dan for, for inviting us to the wedding and giving us that opportunity because without that, we really wouldn't have been able to see the wonders of Hong Kong and Bali. Dan from Bosco? No, not, uh, oh. not Almanza, uh, uh, my fantasy, my college, my original college roommate, the first, he popped my college cherry. Wow. Yeah. I'll always remember you, Dan. In memoriam? <laughs> Daniel Chen. I'm sorry, what, what were you going to say? What was I going to say? Uh, you always remember you, Dan. That's it. Anyway, <laughs> so now we're able to really take a step back and start seriously planning for future stuff and including our wants and our, our needs into those things. But I think she's, it was a little hard on her for 10 days leaving the kids behind. So we're going to try and incorporate the kids into our vacations as much as possible. But it's nice now that she knows the value in taking a step away. Yeah. And we can plan little like short retreats. It doesn't have to be 10 days. That's what I was thinking. 10 was days like, was kind of crazy. Not even 10 days. I think kids traveling should only be no more than how a car can drive you in in a couple hours. <laughs> she wants to go to Hawaii next year. Oh, with so, the kids? With the kids for Anastasia's oh for, uh, second birthday. Wow. Who's on that guest list? Everyone's invited. You pay your own way, though. Uh, I think I might be busy. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy can't bankroll your trip, son. <laughs> the point is, you don't need to let your parental identity drive your desires and your wants and your needs in life. And, you know, I might, I might be saying that to the audience, but I'm more like saying that to myself, I think. It's more like a therapeutic mantra. I won't let my kids define me. And that's fine. It doesn't mean I'm not a, a, a not a good parent. It sounds a little fucked up when you. My kids do not define me. They don't. My kids do not define me. If I can't define myself, how am I? How do I expect my kids to come up with their own identity? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. I'm trying to get them to be individuals. Mm -hmm. You know, like be their own person. I don't want my kids to have that aura of my parents. Uh, will always kind of hover over me and define me as, as yeah. who I was, which I feel like that doesn't necessarily apply to me, but it could. Maybe I haven't, I haven't gone that far to, to see into that, but it's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong, but it's not what I want my kids to grow up. All with. I'm hearing is that you feel like it's a mistake that your son's a Giants fan. No, that that's probably <laughs> the only great decision that I've made in trying to influence because these Dodgers... How about them Dodgers? Nope. <laughs> Don't think you're bringing that trophy to Los Angeles. Nope. <laughs> Shit, staying on the East Coast. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Where's Houston anyway? Where's Houston anyway? Florida? 
The M- Middle East <laughs> coast. <laughs> it's the Middle East. South Carolina. Somewhere out there. Where's Houston? That's fucked up, man. They actually need it this year. <laughs> they do. Now, I haven't necessarily identified who I am yet as a person. I don't know if work defines me or if my parenthood or me being a parent defines me. What I do know is that I have to keep doing what I like doing. And I don't need to worry about what I identify with. If I'm playing disc golf one day, I'm a disc golfer. If I'm out driving my car on a track, I'm I'm a race car driver. If I'm (laughs) being a parent while doing all those things, I'm a parent while dot, dot, dot. You know, I think we... As a, as a generation, and maybe even in our 30s, we're too focused on who we are, societally speaking, and not worried about what we're doing to enjoy our lives. The role that we play does not define who we are. Just remember that. And me not being able to identify as a parent doesn't mean that I'm not, I'm not a parent. I am a parent. I just don't want to be seen as a parent because that's not all I am. I think you should go a step further and say it doesn't mean that you're not or you're not striving to be a good parent. Because I think that's where the, the it, it sounds like semantics, but I think that's where a lot of people really get caught up. You can, Anyone can be a parent, but to be a good parent, it's it's almost like this idea of being a martyr or sacrifice for for bettering their life. You got as far as you could before their life started. Now you got to pour into them. And I think it's you need to equally pour into yourself and to your relationship as well as to your children. I think I don't know. No, I agree with that. That's it's a very well said. For the parents out there, what do you guys think about going on vacation? Keep the kids behind or take them with you? Have you done both? Have you done one and not the other? Are you curious about what leaving your kids behind might feel like? If so, find me on Instagram and Twitter at Turg says no. And Randy, if the people really want to inquire about how it is to still be a sad single person, <laughs> where can they find you? You can find me at I am Randy Z. So disappointing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And fuck millennials. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing to another episode of Talk 30 to Me. We hope you enjoy it and continue to share it with friends. Make sure you stop by our website at talk30tome.com for more content and information about the podcast. Rate us on iTunes, and if you really like what you hear, make sure you hit that donate button. Really appreciate it. For Talk 30 to Me, I'm Turk. And I'm Randy Z. Peace. So if you're trying to go half on a baby, hit me at I am Randy Z. 50-50. Yeah, if you're trying to go half on a baby, hit me at at S-A-N-K-E-Y-Z. Slow Sankeys.
This is ridiculous. It wasn't even that bad last weekend. It doesn't help that it's a beautiful day. Not as beautiful as your eyes. It's gonna take us three hours to record one episode at this rate. Do we just start over? Because I don't even know if this like is gonna feel good or if it's gonna flow. All right, let's start over. Well, it hasn't been that long since vacation, and let me start over. Oh, I was playing Gordon when I was talking. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> That's a struggle. That, that breath says it all, folks. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. We've been here for hours and we're barely just starting to 